High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. All right. Uh, Brian Atlone says, why do people of faith feel the need to practice their religion in public? Is it so they can be seen to be good Catholics, keep religion out of public life? That may well be true. I think of far more uh, import was what I talked about at the beginning. How the Saudi Arabian team couldn't bring themselves to stand for one minute in silence uh, to honour the dead in London. Uh, there's faith and faith, and uh, it's interesting how how people see it. Now, Michael Graham uh, joins me from Washington, D.C. Uh, Michael, I'm, I'm hearing that people were queuing up outside pubs uh, to watch the Comey interview. This cannot be true. Surely they were up to watch Netflix or something. There were, when I got to Shaw's Tavern in D.C. yesterday morning at 9 a.m., there was a line of a couple of people outside waiting to go in so they could watch the Comey testimony, drink specialty drinks, which of course featured Russian vodka, and eat the special F breakfast, FBI as in French toast and ice cream. And the place was so packed, I never in fact got in. I was out doing some work for CBS and talking to people while they were there. I could not get in the bar. That's how big the deal was in Washington, D.C. The question is, how big was the deal for the rest of Americans? And I think that what that what we got from Comey yesterday was just a reminder to most of America that what happens in D.C. is on a different planet. The obsession that D.C. has with this uh, Comey testimony, that bar scene of people getting up in the morning to go drink and celebrate, could not have been more alien if Obi-Wan Kenobi had walked in and cut somebody's arm off with a lightsaber. All right, but hold on a while. Now, that may be true for America. The good people of Cincinnati, Ohio, right. might not be interested. But, like, the whole of Europe is agog at the prospect of this testimony. Uh, but why, what, what did we learn? We learned literally nothing that observant people didn't already know, which is, number one, Donald Trump is a liar because, you know, he's a politician and politicians lie. Number two, James Comey is a gutless bureaucratic weasel who weasels his way out of anything he can because that's what he does. And number three, no, Donald Trump was never under investigation about Russia ever, which if you were paying attention, you already knew that. You knew that the story had already gone beyond the alleged original crimes and had moved on to the investigating the alleged cover-up. And so it's so, you know, for people who thought, I was funny, I was talking to people on the line about why are you here? And uh, several of them use a similar phrase about, I'm here to see history, watch history being made. There is nothing less historic than uh, bureaucrats trying to, uh, you know, defend themselves and their bad behavior or politicians uh, getting puffed up and, and saying things that aren't true to make themselves look good. This is as you business as usual. Business does not get more as usual than what we saw yesterday. All right, that may well be true, but the people who think it's historic are mm. all already comparing it to the Watergate hearings. And I ask why. I ask why. Tell me what, what it is. But with Watergate, you had uh, government agencies that were, uh, you know, breaking the law in order to, uh, you know, protect the president. Nobody is alleging anything like that in this case. Nobody. It, the the hacks who were the uh, the Trump hacks back during the campaign, uh, you know, the Mike Flynn's and the uh, oh, I'm spacing Manafort, Paul Manafort. They were hacks already. That, and they're and by the way, they are probably going to either go to jail or have to pay a big fine because they were doing stuff and not reporting it 
uh, when involving other governments. But as Co- you know, Comey sat there, and my, you know, I think my favorite moment when he was admitting, well, I, I should have told the president, no, you can't have my loyalty, but I was too afraid. <laughs> I should have told a former Attorney General Loretta Lynch when she was trying to get me to spin for Hillary Clinton and use the phrase uh, uh, a matter instead of an investigation that I wouldn't do that. But I was too gutless. He admitted it. Uh, but my favorite moment was when he was asked straight up here, I think we have the audio. Well, did Donald Trump break the law? Did he obstruct justice? I don't think it's for me to say whether the conversation I had with the president was an effort to obstruct. I took it as a very disturbing thing, very concerning, but that's a conclusion I'm sure the special counsel will work towards to try and understand what the intention was there and whether that's an offense. What do you mean it's not for me to say? Dude, you were the head of the FBI. You were in the say business. This was your job description. Remember, he came out and told us before the election, he w- he said Hillary Clinton did not break the law by emailing out and mishandling classified information. By the way, he was wrong. She clearly broke the law, but he said it because he was a gutless weasel bureaucrat trying to protect himself. So I, I you know, James Comey versus Donald Trump is a, a you know, Com- combat between two ethical midgets. But hold a while. There, there was an afternoon meeting um, in private. He may have said a lot more to the Intelligence Committee in private. He may have. And once again, the you know moving into the cover-up part, uh, there may be uh, people... Uh, who after the investigation began, remember, remember the obstruction of justice part comes after the alleged collusion with Russia. Nobody, nobody is, has said yet, I have seen any evidence of collusion. In fact, no one can really describe what that collusion during the campaign would look like. So we've moved on beyond that part. And that's why I think this is such a Washington inside story. But Maybe somebody after the fact has broken the law. I think the other thing we learned yesterday, George, is Donald Trump clearly is his own worst enemy. Imagine what would have happened if after he became president and people started talking about Russia and blah, blah, he had simply stood up and said, hey, investigate all you want. I'm the president. I'm going to go be president now. You guys do whatever you need to do. I could care less. I know I won the election. Instead, because Trump had to go back, you know, give Mike Flynn a break, stop looking into this all out of his. It wasn't out of his love for anybody. It was Trump's ego. He wanted everyone to know I won this election. I didn't have any help. I did this by myself. If he had set his ego aside and focused on being president, he would be in a very different place today. And that's what Comey's uh, testimony revealed yet again yesterday, which we already knew. But uh, what does it mean for the president? I mean, there are all sorts of liberals over here who are going bananas and think he's going to be impeached and everything. Impeachment, there is no chance of impeachment. Isn't that so? Yeah, well, first of all, Republicans control the Congress. They're not going to impeach a Republican president, in large part because Republicans still support Trump back home. I think the members of Congress would happily (laughs) impeach him and get President Pence in place. They would love that. Uh, So that's one reason. The second reason is impeachment takes a um, supermajority in the the Senate. You got to get get the uh, Democrats. I mean, you got to get a big group on board to do it. And finally, once again, I asked the question, what is it that Trump actually did. You know, you heard Comey there who wouldn't, who couldn't say either in his own memos to himself or to his friends, 
And we now know, by the way, because he admitted it yesterday, that he was leaking like a sieve and coordinating his leaks to try to get an outcome that he wanted with a special counsel. Uh, If no one else can say that, if if he can't say that Trump obstructed justice, how the heck is the Congress going to have a a supermajority to say that Trump obstructed justice? This is more, the Democrats are doing a great job with the help of the media, which has gone insane in America. They cover this 24-7 in keeping Trump distracted keeping him from governing. And the thing that would help Trump, the only thing that will help Trump, the only chance he has in 2020 is for stuff to actually get better in America, for people to feel like their jobs are more secure, they're making more money, their health insurance works better, their, you know, the, the, the economy overall is growing, America's tougher in the world, has a higher standing in the world. If he accomplishes that, this will all mean nothing. If he fails at that, he's going to lose anyway. The 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 media thing. This is world media, Michael. This isn't um, any American media. Every, right. I mean, he said. Uh, I watched him. Uh, he said we're under siege. And then the previous speech a week or so ago, he talked about ninety-seven percent of the world's media against him. That is actually true. I mean, it, it, I, I don't, haven't done it, but uh, I'm sure media companies do analyze how much space he's mm. taken up on the media spectrum, and the media spectrum just has Trump. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And he's not doing it. I mean, the media are making these decisions. But it's interesting, yesterday at this uh, bar in D.C. where these people – the bar held 200 people, George, and there were 100 people outside who couldn't get in who were still standing around yesterday. And among them were TV crews from four continents. There was a reporter from Africa covering this story. And I'm thinking to myself, with all the troubles in Africa, all the (laughs) news stories, you're covering what some American bureaucrat is saying about some American politician? Wow. What about Comey and Hillary? A lot of people, like, who don't have your intimate knowledge of it, don't get this thing about the Attorney General Loretta, what's her name? Right. Loretta Lynch. So here's a story. Here's a story. During the uh, campaign, while the investigation into why did Hillary have a private homemade server in her basement with classified information on it, Bill Clinton walks onto an airplane to chat with Loretta Lynch, who was the attorney general for an off-the-record conversation. Well, obviously that causes a big, big problem. And Loretta Lynch is total, complete political hack, like the Obama. I mean, the one thing about Team Obama was they were all in for their president. There was you know, no ethics, no standards. Uh, the only attorney general ever held in contempt of Congress was uh, Loretta Lynch's predecessor. And so they're all on board for Team Obama, Team Hillary. Uh, so during the campaign, so, so, uh, uh, Comey is forced then to take a lead role because Loretta Lynch has to recuse herself because she's having private meetings with Mrs. Mr. Bill Clinton, you know, and he testified yesterday that while he was doing his job, she came to him and said, look, don't call this an investigation, even though it was in course an investigation, call it a matter. This is a matter. And he noted that the language being used by the Hillary Clinton campaign was, this is a matter that they're looking into. And so he said, rightly, it looked like they were trying to have me spin for the Hillary Clinton campaign. Well, of course they were. That's who Obama, Lynch, Eric Holder, that's who they were. And uh, so that uh, item of corruption just uh, reopened the case 
that while Obama was in office, he misused the intelligence community to try to leak a bunch of stuff on Donald Trump before he became president and that the Justice Department was politicized and using its power to try to get Hillary elected. All right. Thanks, Michael. Michael in D.C. sipping Russian vodka, no less. What a job they have in the media in America. We're going to be looking at one of George's favorite films, The Untouchables, next. And Gwyn Prince will analyze the uh, U.K. election for me at one o'clock as Theresa May is heading towards Buckingham Palace to kiss hands with the monarch.